This is Friends of the Devil. I've chosen not to wear my mask this week, so the intimacy is, is I feel, it's, something it's, I'm it's happy something it's raised for me. I was like, oh man, that's a beautiful face. Like wait, I get to see like when you when you get to see full faces, yeah. that's now a privilege. Yeah. I think that's 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 a privilege. Really? Going because outside. last week it sounded like it was a right. It well, it's it, it feel I thought it was something that was just gonna be able to because you know, I'm so used to going outdoors and just like, oh, I'm just gonna go grab some stuff now. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go get some food. I'm gonna go just find some attractive people and stare at them for a while, go to some sort of bar. I'm like, I'm gonna go pay for expensive drinks, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Now it's I, I just wanna see another person that I'm attracted to and see their entire face. Okay. At some level. Like it's like not necessarily like a sexual way, it's just uh, oh it, that's a nice face. Just facing where it's not like because Instagram it's just a variation of what their face looks like when they're trying to impress you with their face. Mm-hmm. I really feel you on that. It's, because yeah. it's their, you don't see yeah. normal people on Instagram. Instagram it's is a, like hyper amplified people. It's at like, like sevens or above, pretty much. You're gonna see like the like the most one of the some like especially for geographics, you're gonna see some of the more attractive people. Uh, you know, that's like the people that we like. We like seeing nice faces. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know. But it's <laughs> you, you're the one that. Are putting the creakiest, loudest chairs is 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 what we're using. I mean, if you want a different chair, no, I'm not gonna use a different chair. I have a different chair. I don't want to use different chairs. So, no, I'm using this chair. Good lord. I'm gonna I'm just keep. I'm gonna activate my core and yes. make sure that the chair. Yeah, is come great. on, Mr. Pilates, three days a week. <laughs> I'm not seven seven point. Not anymore. Body. No, I'm, I'm bulking now. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, now he's in his bulk. No, I, but we digress because I, I really I want to get back to what you you mentioned yeah. with Instagram, and I feel like Instagram is lose lose. So, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Can you please turn your phone off? Can you, can you not put it on loud and try not to let your phone go off while we're talking? Well, let me turn mine off too, actually. Um, no, and this is what I want to say. We, with Instagram, we've all known it's a curated space. We put what we want. We want we put the version of ourselves that we want people to see. Right. But don't you find that when people intentionally post their shitty selves, like this is me without makeup, or this is me without a filter. Don't you find that to be even more obnoxious? Because that's more cultivated and that's more intentional than even the intent to put something that's beautiful. I so actually, it's almost like it's almost like I see what you're doing, you know. And yes, you're not wearing makeup, but you're still like a nine and a half without makeup. So it's like that doesn't mean the same thing to me as if somebody else did something similar. Yeah, but I also see genuine normal women doing the same thing too. And honestly, like. I feel some type of way about makeup. I, every woman is probably going to hate me for saying this. Sorry, women. But I really feel like makeup is a ploy from the makeup industry. It's like it's a, it's a self-feeding yeah. cycle of bad skin. Wear makeup, get bad skin, get bad skin, wear this makeup. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything I, I, about makeup. I, I, also, that's, also that's, uh, I mean, there are no women. That's, women are not that's listening the, to this. See, the, the problem with... Actually, there's 75% of The problem with me doing anything... Was that three at a Any point? opinion I have... Probably. As a man, really, about women in style and fashion or anything, I, I have to know the psychology. I don't have any of that. Mm-hmm. And so that's the only problem I critique on, on any of that. That's why I never feel comfortable critiquing the industry because I'm like, I don't know what it's like to be a woman. That's true. It's so like, it's that's such true. a that's different That's me being judgmental. Reality. You're right, Adam. I was like, I would have to flip my, I was like, I, I, I was talking to somebody, my Uber driver, I think. And a part of my psychology is that I just get given things by asking for them. Mm. That's part of my psychology. It's just in there. It's ingrained. Like if I ask enough people for this thing, whatever it is, 
and I will get to the next person. Amen to that, brother. And That's so, actually one of the most powerful philosophies ever. Ask it. But you're yeah. saying, however, but you're, however, saying however, you're saying that in the context that, yeah. that a woman doesn't have that privilege. Not saying that even. I'm just saying it's a little bit convoluted because they have to deal with dudes. Mm. And like the dynamics of there's amazing people that are dudes that run around the planet and execute with people and have great relationships and stuff. But there's also like the horrible, despicable dudes that take advantage of people, especially women. Yeah. I think it's the element of danger that women have to deal with whenever they're slightly uncomfortable that we rarely have to even consider. I'm just like, my brain doesn't go there. So I, I just don't understand the psychology. I think I'm slowly... I spend a little bit of time here and there just to try to get it mm. a little bit. But even then, it's like you'll never really know. Yeah, I mean, I'll go ever. back I go back to yeah. bartending. And if there's a woman that's at my bar that's just a little off or she's had a few too much to drink and is slightly uncomfortable to be around and I can't, I'm kind of trapped behind my bar, my only thought is, oh, this is slightly annoying, right? This is slightly annoying. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, a good friend of mine who might be working mm. alongside me, a, a lovely, beautiful g- woman – has a guy who's kind of there and overseeing his welcome and isn't catching a hint for her is interpreted as this is annoying but also kind of dangerous and drew maybe you can walk me to my car later when we get off because like i don't necessarily feel comfortable leaving the space with him knowing where i work so right. it's like that mm-hmm. is a microcosm of like their whole world because it's something they have to deal with every day they have to kind of adhere to like the uh the patriarchy, if you will. I mean, right? how often bit, how right? often do men have to deal with stalking? It seems like it, it seems to be a regular occurrence. That's part of the reason why I hate it. Right. It turns into a joke. I mean, Dane Cook has a hilarious recent thing on his stalker. He has a whole bit on it. He turned it ah. into a comedy. Well, routine. I mean, if you're a celebrity, you, that, that's of different. Of course, but, but like, no, it feels as a like regular when, person, no. Yeah, but it feels like that's a common experience with a lot of women I talk to having a stalker. Absolutely. Hmm. Have you ever had a stalker before? No. But Andrew, have you ever had a stalker? No, not not in not in the way that you were referring to. Right. That's and if if I did, it was probably a guy, not a woman. Yeah, I don't think it's 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 the exactly (laughs) right. I think it's 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 us. We have that DNA. There's just a couple. Is there? I've never heard of like a that's interesting. Well, women, women, women. There are female stalkers. Like when I'm sure there are. When men get to the celebrity level. They definitely Dane Cook yeah. as but a stalker. I think that's specifically when you're successful. Yeah, yeah, she was. I think that's specifically when you're successful, and that's I think that's just part of the game of being mm. successful. A little bit is that you're gonna have people that want what you have, so they're gonna spend more time with you, trying to 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 get that out of you mm. a little bit. And so you just have people that are just hanging on. But like I said, I think that's a big part of success, man. There's Where, a, lot, a lot of elements of it. Where's our? But as, go ahead. No, no, keep going because my question is a segue. Mm. Yeah, but I, I just I appreciate where I'm at as a dude, so I guess I never I never have a critique for women at all. I'm just like, do your thing, be amazing. Do you think it, for because of your personality specifically, you don't have critiques for women because you're always responding to their critiques of you? Like you don't even have time ooh. because you're kind of a mm. you 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 seem to embody this persona of controversy especially in relationships with women so do you think that you feel like the antagonist always yeah so you're I think that's, you don't even that's have time yeah. to play like oh let me think about what i need from you it's always like i'm being a dick or or they think i'm yeah. an asshole or they think this and so i'm always i'm just always fighting back i'm playing defense constantly it it's hmm. if i'm being smart i don't have to deal with that but most of the time i'm walking around the planet and pissing people off somehow some way 
So yeah, I don't, I don't even have time to critique other people because I'm usually the person bringing the problems. And, and do you think yeah. that that you've you've welcomed that as your identity, and so you're kind of okay living in that space? A little bit. I mean, there's some part of me that every once in a while I'm like, let me get ahead of this. How do I understand this a little bit better when it comes to the things you can avoid? I think if if Sami unleashes, that he's going to talk about maybe the the Karen situation he had this week. Ah. Great, um, ah. I can't wait. But. I, I also get like a little pass right now and I'm enjoying that pass because I'm black. And so like if I if I if I'm they do a Karen moment to me and then we're in the middle of Black Lives Matter, like, what's going on guys? Can I just do do my thing? Mm, couple months? Okay. So I, I'm kinda I'm kinda riding that wave. But when it eventually comes back and people get bored and they want to criticize somebody again for doing something <laughs> they don't like, then I'll have to start thinking about this stuff a little bit more. Welcome back, guys. This is Friends of the Devil Podcast. This is Friends of the Devil Podcast. Friends of the Devil. I am Drew. I am Sumit. And I'm Adam Damper. Adam Damper. Man, you're you're some serious vocal fry. (laughs) Some vocal fry. Mr. Adam Damper. And he's the only one with, like, the full name on this podcast. Adam Damper versus Sumit. I want them to find me. Find me somewhere. I like to, you know, have an element of intrigue. You know, you know, I'm a thespian, and I want to be able to suspend, you know, this disbelief of all the work that I don't book. <laughs> Haven't yet. <laughs> See, <laughs> that is immediately putting out, like, just some manifestation no. of negativity. No, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm such a confident dude when it comes to that shit. Like, I know what I, I, know what I deserve, and I know what's coming. I'm into that, my man. I just, like, self-deprecating is all. I think there's a, there's a way to balance self-deprecation with with like modesty with an undertone of confidence and self-assuredness Maybe i think it's part right. of, i think it's part of the brand conan plays that part uh a lot of actors a lot of comedians play that role maybe you're right like i've just been so anti-self-deprecation my pops loves self-deprecating mm-hmm. humor which is mm-hmm. i just find it annoying because it's like why would i shit on myself yeah I think it's modesty. I don't think it's you shitting. I, I think when it's executed the way we like and the way that's satisfying, it's because it's an ex, it's an expression of modesty that we appreciate. It's humility. And like who doesn't mm-hmm. like humility? When it's done in a way that is annoying and self-pitying, yeah, nobody wants Yeah, to that's true. Okay, so I do self-deprecate. Like yeah. I, I get call myself a dumbass. Yeah, I like, yeah. Even today I was yeah. like, why isn't this microphone plugged in? Oh, because I forgot to plug it in, dumbass. Yeah, exactly. That is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Yeah, for sure. I, I feel so. Okay, so I do self-deprecate, <laughs> even though That's I'm anti funny. it. Anyways, <laughs> shall we get into the show, gentlemen? It. Absolutely. So what are we doing? Let's remind, how so, is this working? We have, we have categories. four segments yes, we do. of this podcast. The first segment's going to be, this might get offensive. Okay. We have a subject. Would you like to introduce that subject, or would you rather me do? No, that? I think you should introduce all the subjects. Okay, yeah, let's do that. I instead. like you. I like that. It, there's you're an a anchor. Subject you're, introducing voice. I think you're you're like yeah. a, the anchor here. Nice. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. So, we have the option. I it's forcing dates to get COVID tests. So I, so I, that's I, our topic. Yeah, I, I I feel like I can I can yes. I put a um, an umbrella over that. Okay, go for a it. Title for the topic. I don't think it's forcing dates to get COVID tests. I think it's what is what is the attitude towards dating and COVID testing. Like what? Mm. Like what is your 
individually, what are our perspectives on? Because I know people who have gone on dates without really caring about whether they're the the date had a COVID test. I have I know friends and people who require their date to have a COVID test. So it's not necessarily you know forcing. It's right. just that's just one of the scenarios under that umbrella. Sure. So so yeah. So what say you? Um, I, I I was gonna say it would be interesting. Are we feeling hazardous? Are we feeling cautious while engaging with the opposite sex and dating during COVID? I think mean? that's a little bit more interesting of conversation. What do you personally. mean? No, what do you yeah. mean? What does that mean? Just it, as you're going out, are you thinking about your health as you're going out and trying to find a potential mate when you're going in the dating scene right now as a dude from, from our perspective? Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. I don't, I never. So are you saying, yeah. um, are you feeling cautious for yourself or, like are, you, wise, yeah. or are you feeling more in service of other people by because for me mine's my i'm not da- like i'm 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 currently not yeah you know out there in the dating scene that's not yeah, my yeah. priority um so if i were to if i were can you stop can you fucking stop jesus christ jesus fucking christ me. stop putting your hand in my fucking mic I'm just, serious. Just, it's gonna be fine. Okay, sorry. sorry it's yeah. gonna be fucking fine. Jesus for. fucking Christ. We're hanging okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Jesus okay. fucking. Okay. Just okay. stop okay. fucking caring so much about my mic. I'm gonna stay right here. I'm gonna talk. All right. Yeah. But you put your fucking fingers in my face. It's really annoying. I'm sorry. That's okay. okay. I apologize. No, it's fine. Jesus. <laughs> I'm yeah. just trying to make sure we get audio. That's all. That's no, fine. We're, we're good. That's what we're hiring for. Um, no, oh my God. Oh, what was I gonna say? No. I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You yelled at me. I'm sorry. It was just like the sixth or seventh time. I know. And I know you're trying to do it. Like, also, like, who cares if the camera picks up? But, like, you you don't have to, like, like, I I know. That's why I was, like, pointing this away because I'm like, maybe maybe this is too much on the microphone. Jesus. I hear Let's get Uh, Andrew back to his subject, please. No. uh, um, What were we even talking about? I was, well, you just, you, yeah. So, like, are you doing it because. You live with other people and you're going off to meet a stranger now and then coming back home. Right. Thus, you want your friends and your roommates to not have been exposed. Or are you doing it because you care? And I think this goes back to last week and the mask, right? Like, yeah. you're like, well, I'm not, what are the chances of me dying? It's like, I, we don't care about necessarily, like, uh, what are my chances of dying? It's just you're being a good citizen. You're being a thoughtful citizen. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. That's your perspective on that, and um, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> so, what, do you, what do you got? Well, you know, when it comes to dating, I, and I and I have been dating during COVID times. Good. Mm. It not really the most successfully, um, as we noted last week. <laughs> but see, that's kind of self-deprecating in like a true, you know, way. It is right. Yeah. So I used it there again. So I have more self-deprecating yeah, than I yeah. think. Anyways, um, so I could be more cognizant when I go on dates. I don't really care to ask them to t- to put their mask on when I'm with them. Like I just, if we're going on a date, I I've been doing it where like we have a video chat date first because I don't want to waste my time. Absolutely. You know, because like. <sighs> I've gone on so many dates where it's just a waste of fucking time. Yeah. And Hinge and Bumble now have this video dating option. And I'm like, okay. Oh, that's great. I'm not going to text chat you forever because I'm so fucking annoyed of doing that. I'm just going to say, hey, we vibe for like five. We have five lines of text. We vibe. Let's have a video chat and see if we actually vibe because I don't like this fucking text messaging bullshit. If we actually vibe on the video, then I'll meet in person. I've, I've been living somewhat vicariously through my roommate who's been doing that. And she's 
like all about that. Like, mm. let's have a, a quick half an hour yeah. on the phone. We can go on a walk, and then you know it might lead to something that's a little bit more substantial. Yeah. But I think to go back to um, uh, what were we saying? Um, to forcing masks. No, but that's the thing. Masks. Is like wearing masks. It's not about wearing masks. It's about the testing. The testing, I think, is actually the more important the most, thing. It, but it's also the most like efficient way of making sure you're gonna have a good time. Like then, if you know that you're you're a negative, and you know that you know this person's a negative, then you could just fucking go and have fun and not worry about it. See, but like if so there's something really a, really weird about asking your date, hey, can you get a test? Go to Dodger Stadium, well, spend an hour and a half you, before the day guys, before our date. I think I've shared both. These are very um, conservative directions we're going with this thing, which I, I think is fantastic. All right, so have what's that. your what's your more non-conservative? And so on the other side of the spectrum, it's yeah. kind of like. Breakdown. I'm always, how do we get to our destination point? Which is, how do I get somewhat turned on by the opposite sex right now? Right. Me adding more questions to it does not help me. But what you'll notice is, straight from the beginning, it's like straight from, let's say, for example, back in the day was the most, oh, HPV or whatever, right? Um, or some sort of like random thing you can knock out with antibiotics. Mm -hmm. The reason why girls ask, should you wear a condom? I hate to take analogies I've already used, but it's just, it is that thing. It's like, I think they are the wards of the, the surgery room, so to speak. Like we're gonna go in and we're trying to figure out, are we attracted to each other? Do we like hang out with each other? Do I wanna have sex with you? Do I wanna hang out with you more often? These are all questions that are more important to me if, she, if she's gonna kill me. Because I, I just want in that moment to suspend reality. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's why it's almost become like, do you just live in this island by yourself and just like not have to worry about this thing and just completely avoid dating? Or two, just allow them to be like, this is what my standards are. You yeah. meet them there. And then you find the people who are like, if you, I need to see the ball go in the basket a lot of times. So I'm just like, who's the girl who's going to give me the least amount of resistance to see her face and grab her? I, that's, that's, I, just, I, just want, I want to be able to touch somebody. I want to be able to hold hands. I want to be able to do like this shit. Right. But if like you were to pop this on this girl's hypothetical, yeah. her Instagram, and you saw that she was nonstop out and about on the scene, clearly not social distancing. To me, that's not, interesting. Dude, if, if there's a girl who's nonstop out on the scene, who's just like yeah. nonstop socializing with people in community, mm -hmm. people on their Instagram, fuck that. I am yeah, not going to go fucking exactly. that's cool. woman right now. And that's now. what I'm saying. I think there's two sides. There's like that, the conservative, like, oh my God, let's be concerned, holy shit moment. Which I mean, I've just never been on. You know what I think, I've never though. Been on that. You know what I think yeah. is the the bottom line to all this yeah. is that there is now what seems to be a, a, an end in sight, right? For the, like, for the vaccine. Yeah, like there. Yeah. Like you That'll can you can hypothetically, not even hypothetically, you can realistically see that within six months, you I Samit will be vaccinated. Hopefully, back to right? normal life. Yeah. yeah so life. the thought isn't isn't like oh man like i i have to hold on to some semblance of real life the thought is let's not fuck this up for everybody within in the final stage of <laughs> of this nightmare this boring ass nightmare that we've lived in isn't there like some maybe that's my privilege of being able to be comfortable and around enough people and you know a partner that i've actually been able to see throughout the last year so yeah. like i'm also that's selfishly i've had that opportunity i'm all about individual responsibility but i think the beauty of like i said once again and this is just for me from my, my side of the angle maybe for a lot of other people who potentially get to listen to us or not i don't know uh they're thinking a little bit of why i go on a date 
where I go to engage other people is just to suspend myself out of the reality of, oh my God, it's COVID. Oh my God, the world's ending. Oh my God, things aren't open. Even on the date, she started mentioning, oh, this place isn't open. Oh, everything is, I was like, no, we're not going to go negative. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go to the, the place to where See, but that's we're not trying going negative, bro. That's away. just like accepting reality for what it's it is. It's just like we know this. And this is coming yeah. from a hyper-positive motherfucker. And I'm like, well, I'm saying, I, mm-hmm. if you were a girl and you started talking about like, this is this is reality. The reality is that this isn't happening. Like, okay, so I don't need to be around you. I get it. Right. I, I don't need you to tell me what I can already see with my fucking eyes. Right. I need you to improve the moment for me. Where, that's why I'm coming to date and you. Where I believe, where right. I agree with Adam in that is like, this is offered an opportunity to do so many simple things that are beautiful. There's so many activities that take us away from the monotony of like consumerism and going out doing a lot of the same things. And it offers like an excuse to be able to do a simple thing like walk around Echo Park Lake or grab a coffee and then sit on a stoop somewhere, you know, and just talk. So it's like I do like the thought of accepting that and focusing on that positivity. Just at least for that hour. I yeah. mean, I get it. It's like, yeah. let's be responsible. Let's do everything we need to like to make the world safe. But, yeah. but really, like a single mention like, shouldn't be enough to like turn no. it over. Like if, I mean, it's a, if, it's a, if it's, it turns into a thoroughbred conversation, I like, could be like, okay, this, there's look, a difference like, let's, too. Be, let's be more present instead of like this reality uh, that we're in. But like, like just acknowledging the reality There's, there's is people that are going to meet and then, then the, I've met these people before and they're going to have like, a, this is what I want. These are all the lists of things that I want. And I'm like, do I want to be around this person? Because I don't think it's going to stop at have you gotten vaccinated or have you gotten like a shot or tested or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. This person is like leading with like, are you a problem for me? I'm, and they should. They should They should make sure that they're, they're secure, they're safe. And I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, is that the energy that I want to bring into a romantic yeah. relationship? I also, think, I also think there's a way to massage the conversation. No right? question. Like it's not, I, I, it, I wouldn't yeah. be like, Hey, you want to go on that date? Get a fucking test, right? It's more of like, hey, so you know, have you been tested? Like, have you been tested recently? Is that a thing that's part of your your monthly, you know, right. schedule? Sure. So it's like there's a way of approaching it without seeming like, a, you're just being selfish and only caring about like your world. And you know that that leads to the end of our topic. But that also, no, Samit, do you have a, like a, a button for that? I, I do. That that leads me into my Karen story. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> should, should we time the Karen story? No. That, that, let's, I mean, let's a, in, I, can, I can summarize let's it. Live, let's, let's hear it. I mean, so I went to go work out at the park yesterday. And I'm, 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 I'm practicing COVID with conscientiousness, mm-hmm. but also just like presence and awareness. Like I'm not going to wear a mask all the time, unfucking necessarily. Of course not. Especially like, outside. Yeah, especially outside. You know, especially like when I'm maintaining distance from people because I am being cognizant of that. So I go to this basketball court where I, I work out with my rings and I was going to go do a staff workout as well, get my cardio in. And there's these women, this group of women. I've, I've seen them there before. I have. Mm-hmm. Probably like a few weeks ago I saw them. Um, I guess our schedules only very rarely align. Uh, and this just happened to be the one day that they aligned. So I was over there. I was doing my thing. I, I had my, my AirPods in. I was jamming out to my blessings playlist, like singing my songs, getting my warm up in. I was about to go... Uh, get up on my rings and do my first uh, my first set of L sit ups or L L L L sit pull ups, and all of a sudden I see this girl in the corner, the leader of the troop, mouthing something to me, and I'm like, sorry, what? And she's yelling at me about not wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and she's saying either put a mask on or get the fuck out, and because I'm being obnoxious and I'm not consciously aware mm-hmm. of the situation, mind you, listeners, fam, that. 
these women were like 15, 20 feet away from me on the other half of the basketball court. And mm. they were like, if you're going to be in this area, you got to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you fucking for real yeah. right now? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Which, yeah. I, 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 you know, I got angry, but I was like, fuck it. How did you respond in that moment? I that? was like, are you serious? This is going to be a problem? She's like, yeah, do you have a mask? I'm like, do you have a mask for me? Because I didn't have a mask. I mm-hmm. looked at my bag and I told her that I just got a test, a COVID test done the day prior and yeah. I got the results in just before I came to the park and they were negative. Yeah. And like it was, it, so I picked up my staff. I went over, I started doing some cardio. I broke my staff and, oh, then, and then I ended up doing some martial arts and I need myself in the nose and got really fucking So it, it just kind of put you in a, in a space. It did, man. It made me kilter. really fucking yeah. It it set my whole day it's, off. It's it's weird, man. When you get some like unanticipated conflict where you kind of know you're in the right, but it, this is a situation where you're not dealing with rational thought. You're dealing with people's like eight month long anxieties, yeah. and she's being propped up probably by her her little group of friends that she was with. And you didn't have a mask, and that's the yeah. issue there. And is honestly, that, like that, the the best way to deal with people like that because it is their fear over your comfort as opposed to your fear over their comfort. You know, so yeah. it's like it's the it's always easy just to put a mask on it if is. you have it. But they are also she's she's not not being unreasonable. So no, she's not. It's this weird nebulous place that I think we have all found ourselves in at a, multiple times. Like that's happened to me walking up Hillhurst in Los Feliz, where. A woman getting out of her car is like, can you have a mask? I'm like, it's literally right here. We're outside. She's 20 feet away. My response to that is easy to just be like, yeah, of course. Let me just do that while Pull I walk past her and then the nose, bring it back down. Because you not see the action. What's that? Pull it up from the mouth to exactly. the nose because you like couldn't little, see the action. One of these little like twirling your little mustache. <laughs> and that's what you do with the mask. And it, it, But that's like – that's – that's the nature of the, the, the world we're in. That's kind yeah. of like our unintended social, like, fucking... Social justice. And interactions that we have. You know, have the right way now. I viewed it, honestly, it, overall, it was my own karma that beat my ass. It broke my stick. It, it broke my nose. It was me not being conscientious for the other people that I was around and, and allowing my own comfort to irritate me to the point of, letting somebody else's discomfort bother me. Yeah, well, I should be more conscientious than that, and I got my immediate karma for getting angry at that. I'll go a little deeper, and this is kind of ties us into um, something that we're going to talk about later in terms of identity, is you are a very conscious person. So for you to be attacked, and basically this stranger who doesn't know you is now identifying you as this enemy, as this, enemy, as this <laughs> inconsiderate citizen of the world it's it's not about you kind of your karma being out of whack it's now you needing to fight off this stranger's decision that you are a bad person right maybe and i I, but i think that's what happens to all of us when we get thrown by a moment that we feel like it doesn't doesn't define us and it's hard because for me at least i can only talk for myself but like Those are the moments that stick with me is when I'm like, fuck, this person doesn't know me. And now that's the only interpretation. It, 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 that's the only impression they have of me. How do I, how do I work against this? How do I, how do we get my reputation? How do I do it? How do, how? And it's like, yeah, every, first of all, every interaction like, is just a passing interaction. Exactly. Bro. But how hard, like think about how many times of like things work out for us 
But then we hold on to that one moment when so and so had that one moment with us, and they think I'm this one person. Like these are my rabbit holes. Yeah. But you know, I think that that part of that was like you could you didn't have enough time in that moment to prove to her the type of person you are. I didn't, and and honestly, like I was being inconsiderate. I did not have a mask, given the climate, given that COVID is like what three times as bad in Los Angeles now. Like. Mm. I usually have a, ma- a, ba- a mask in my bag mm-hmm. in case, and this just happened to be the one situation where I didn't. Yeah. Of course, things line up. I get angry. I've already been a, I don't know. I was just in a chaotic state when I, I guess, when I woke up. It's so, probably why you went to go exercise. Um, no, I'm actually actively, like, I have to drop to 7% body fat by January 13th see, see. for this movie. There it is. 7% <laughs> smash cover. 7%, smash bro. Camera. Uh, can, can we? I'm just trying to be like you, Andrew. You know? Can we transition? <laughs> can we transition? What's the next? So, what's next? Uh, we got section two, Dirty Little Secrets. Moving on. Uh, we got Dirty Little Secrets. As a subject, as a topic, uh, abstinence, is it healthy or is it just old school? Um, is abstinence just old school yeah. or is it unhealthy? Yeah, is it, is it old school? Is it just healthy is it well healthy? let's hear What's your pitch on? as to why it's unhealthy because yeah I, I, this is a very odd uh category for me so i'm curious i yeah, want to no hear worries. your thoughts and i'm going to respond yeah 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 i mm. remember there's a time in my life where i actively was thinking about i need to have sex and wasn't just, able just one just one time <laughs> was it i, I just, just one just, time in your life just well, it's it's not it. That I means it's still not active in your life right now. It's between, not between two forty and two forty two. Check this out. Check this out. I was just on a date, and across. Did you make her get tested? the entire entire time of that date that I had yesterday? Did she wear a mask? She did not. Uh, she, and did she bring her her test results? We're hanging out, and the whole time I wasn't thinking I need to have sex with this girl. I wasn't thinking that at all. I was just more of this is Good. so fucking nice to be with a person I'm attracted Aww. to. She's she's funny. We make each other laugh. She Aww. has her shit together. This is fucking great. I'm enjoying myself. And so it's not all the time that I have it. But when I was 20, 21, when I wasn't really having any sex whatsoever, and I would go out and actually try to achieve that goal and not able to accomplish it, I felt this deep, dark, uh, am I attractive? Do people find me attractive mm-hmm. thing? By all means, go solve that externally or internally whatever you want to do by getting a therapist or doing a bunch of meditation with yourself or reading a bunch of awesome books about how amazing you are as a person these are not bad things to do but i do think if you as a man feel like you can't go out and achieve that goal go out and have sex and get it done it does steal the joy away from you no matter how you contrive that Mm. wait so are you saying that now you've matured and, and don't have that philosophy? I, I know that if I really want to get it done, I could do it. That's what I'm saying. I've worked the muscle of if I really need to have sex, I could find a way to do it and not pay for it. Be like, <laughs> like, is there going to be a process here I can make it happen? Wow. And That's so, so interesting, man. Like You and I have kind of, in ways, come to a similar conclusion, albeit I don't agree with you about abstinence being unhealthy. However, we've come to a same conclusion about just relationships to me from two various different directions. Yeah, I find yeah. what Adam just said disgusting and deplorable <laughs> on every on all facets. But I, it's to me it's almost like it's like it's like going out and getting money. Like if I can't go out oh and actually go grab it. God. I'm like, "Oh no, I can't do this. I, I haven't worked the muscle." Wait, did you did you just actually compare, do you actually believe these things? You it's, correlate these things. You just compared sex to money. There's some part yeah, I mean that, that, that there's some like there's some dopamine hit factor thing that my brain does go for 
just because I'm not no longer associating it to, oh, this person I really, really care for when I'm saying I just need to do the action. Now, when I'm in a dating process, completely different. I'll meet the girl. I'm like, hey, let's hang out. Let's mm. enjoy each other. And if sex comes, it comes, whatever. But if I'm actively saying, dude, I'm horny. I need to go have sex. Interesting. I'm, as a dude, I just need to be able to believe that if I go through enough of these actions and behaviors, I will find the situation. Right. First of all, the what you just said in general is not the topic. So how is this absent? I feel I see abstinence no, as a just, choice. I think I think guys no matter who, how you feel and whatever your impulse to, is to choose not to. Have I'm sex. leading with my thought process just because I think at the end of this thing, there's guys who are like haven't ever worked the muscle of I'm going to go out and pursue women. It's going to be successful for me. Mm -hmm. So when they're sitting there and they're stewing about, oh my God, I can't get laid. They're finding most of the time negative things to do because they feel that emptiness going on. They're not like, oh, I should go get some wholeness. I like, disagree, bro. I just, I think I it's, mean, I think it's, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. of that category. Go I am of the people who never had the most accomplishment with having the most sex. And like, it, it was always a more of a chore for me. Yeah. You know, I, I sure, I made up for my time in my twenties of like, you know, plenty but then like nowadays it's a lot less and and because i didn't really work that muscle as much as you because i didn't really care to work that muscle as much as you yeah i think um, i think that's the key word there i think it's just intention on a like i don't think i've ever been sitting around my house and if i did like if i if an image of something struck me and i got horny i don't think my thought is like oh let me go satisfy this now it was if it was and you just whatever I mean that own. happened. That happens but, but to if me. But that I does happen, like, right, right. And so <laughs> that, I never had the thought of like tonight. That's what I need to do because I need to satisfy this thing. And I do know a lot of people who have, have had that. And I think mm. that also comes from, you know, uh, I don't know if that's a testosterone thing. I, don't I mean, know it's happened it's... to me plenty. I've gone out and I'm like, tonight's the night I'm gonna get laid, and it doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. No, I've never had that. I've never. I think he, I think because like I'm so self-conscious about putting that out there and then failing and then again what's that's my identity. Mm. So for so it, ah. it and also like I'm so I'm so pushed along by the process by the process of it and the prospect of it. Mm. So I'll get excited about it when I'm like, "Oh shit, this this is gonna happen. Gonna, yeah. Oh shit, this is gonna happen. Yeah. That's where the excitement begins for me, in a sense, as opposed to prior, because my mind is just convinced that like not to put the cart before the horse in a way. You well, know? then let's circle back. Then is is abstinence unhealthy? What do you think? At first, I used to kind of think no. I used to kind of think maybe yes. Like I, I never really gave it too much thought, mm -hmm. truthfully. Um, I, I just I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a person who's immediately driven by satisfaction. Like I'm an immediate mm -hmm. satisfaction person. But something is shifting within me, and it seems like I'm moving more into practicing abstinence. In fact, I've more or less practiced abstinence for the last year, um, and I've like and now I'm getting angel readings done, and the angel of solitude is literally coming to me saying be by yourself mm -hmm. <laughs> like stop dating people mm -hmm. i had an angel card say you're not finding any any connections because there's too many there's there's you're not finding the right person the so tarot reading saying, what is the angel card what is that shit? it's kind of like tarot but it's angel like it's angel cards right. instead of different it's a it's a form of tarot card mm -hmm. um so like literally the universe is telling me to be solitary now mm -hmm. so like and and be abstinent now which is interesting yeah and I, I know spiritually there's a lot of power in being in solitude and being with yourself. 
and not really just giving your seed off unnecessarily. And then also, like when we stick our when we when we when we have sex, when we stick our parts into each other, yeah, you know, a part of that person spiritually is left behind. Like right. there's a there's a soul tie left behind, and, and a per, and a part of that person's right. baggage. But that's I, a, you're I, I'm with you up behind. until there. I get that. I think there's a way to to put it tangibly. You want my opinion on this? No, go for it. Go for it. I, I love think it. abstinence is fucking so healthy. Mm. I think it's amazing. A, how, what's the most succinct way to put this? I forget who's quoted. I think it's Thoreau. I, he says something like discipline separates men, right? And if you think about, if there's so much written about um, prioritizing long-term positives for short-term pleasure, right? There's so much written You're about- You're talking about transmutation. Sure, whatever That's, that whatever that means. I don't know what that just word the is. energy that you have in this. I just mean in general yeah. of Alkaline, like being yeah. able to to put off immediate pleasure for for upstream like sure positive redirecting that energy somewhere exactly. Else. And yeah. I don't yeah. think there is anything more difficult to say no to than a sexual encounter that you want that's right in front of you or just the thought of prioritizing sex over other important things in your life and i think if you Mm. can prove to yourself that you are you have the discipline to say no i don't need it right now i'm focusing on other things i know it's a i know it's a form of procrastination i know it's a form of of you know deflection Right. And if you can know that tangibly intellectually and say, no, I need to do this other thing first or I need to do this other thing and ha- and put that re- the rest of it aside. I think what you're doing is you're modeling an amazing paradigm of behavior for yourself to show, holy shit, I have the power to do that. I have the self-awareness and the self-discipline to say no to the hardest thing it, that it, it kind of is to say no to, you know. And if you can prove that to yourself, then I think you, you you're a stronger man. I think you're a stronger person because you've now displayed a discipline that I, that could surprise you. Yeah, I you think know, I, I could see that. And honestly, like it also brings you to this point of one of my spiritual mentors, Seth Guru. He he guides. Um, he said recently in this lecture I was listening to that when we're young, we often see all men and women as equal, and then something shifts in that puberty stage. This chemical gets introduced. Mm. And then we only see the opposite sex as that. Mm. The opposite sex, like sexual a, object. Something to attain. Yeah, and, and especially men. Men, women immediately become something to attain. Right. And you lose the sustenance, the, the quality mm. of what a woman is. And I feel like it's really powerful to separate that again and come back to just everybody being everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's... I, I think even if you you abstain, it's, it's hard to get that mindset out of your mind. You can't force yourself what to think in, mm. a, in essence. Like I might be across from a beautiful woman and still think, man, that would be nice, right? But mm. also have the control to be like, let me not lead with that, mm. right? Like I, I, Mark Maron's uh, comedy uh, special from last year, I think it was called End Times. Um, he was like, just, just instead of it being, you know, vagina first, just make it like the third or fourth thing. Be like, be nice. <laughs> Say like, hi, how are you? And then vagina. I love that. So it's just like, it's simple. Like, I think we should always lead with the respect as humans, as equals, in a sense. But like, don't, 
beat yourself up for having the thought. We're gonna have, we're fucking men. Yeah, we have the thought. But again, if you prove to yourself that you can prioritize the things that you said and model to yourself are more important today and tomorrow or this month, it's a choice. Go for it. But if you if you don't want to abstain, don't do it. Yeah. Right. Go with the flow. Here we go. Go with the flow. Here we go. That was an interesting. That's an interesting topic. Yeah, that was yeah. that was good. Kind of like that. Good. Yeah. We got number three coming up. What do we got? The sky is falling. Shit. Shit. Um, it kind of is. We got. That it has our, been for the last year. Our third segment. Um, and what is that really? Is that just like, in general, it's like the adversities we face. Yeah. So we're just diving into individually what's challenging us, what mm-hmm. our obstacles are. How do we deal with the chaos that comes into our mm-hmm. life? Um, we're tying identity uh, yeah, well, or confidence to the quality of our creative works. In other words, as you're going through life and doing your respective job, and we're all creatives here. And I uh, think that's the yeah. thing to focus on here. Yeah. Remembering, like, we're talking culturally. We're talking yeah. as men like as men here in the con- context of men and women. I think this category, if we have any artists who are listening to us, is really specifically geared towards finding solidarity as artists. Not this category necessarily. No, this this topic in the category. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And I think this one will really speak to a lot of us. But I also think that this topic also exists for any other professional, Mm -hmm. tying their Mm -hmm. career to their identity. Mm -hmm. Because that's essentially what the overall conversation is. It probably happens more so in a way for people outside of a creative sphere because they probably spend more hours during their week yeah. at their job. I mean, I can tell you firsthand, my brother has that experience. Like he's literally, what does he do? He, he works with venture cap, venture partners, uh, CEO of various different companies, mm-hmm. and he's just constantly working. Like mm-hmm. he works from home, mm-hmm. and he's either, he, his, his, his computer's right there, he's constantly working, right. or he's maintaining family. So we're talking about tying identity, your personal identity to the quality of your work, or you can say people's interpretations of the quality of your work, which I think, you know, is more precarious. It goes back to like caring too much about what people think. Yeah. But I think I think the thing that people in the corporate or a more traditional sphere have at their disposal is it's more likely to them a job. It right? depends. It depends on on, on where and they you have talk. more opportunities to just like turn the page and be like, all right, all right, what's the next yeah, task? Yeah, but I, I, have? I feel like that would ver- if you go to Wall Street and you talk to a mortgage broker on Wall Street, they'll be like, yeah, my fucking job is my life. I, yeah, but I, I don't think uh, we're talking about two different things. Mm. I think you're talking about the essence of being a workaholic and just your work being your identity. I'm talking about the quality of your work and what that means to you as a person and and identifying you as that. For example, you're a singer, you go on stage to perform, nobody shows up or you get a review of your performance and it's shit, right? That is somebody saying your shit because you're tying that identity (laughs) to your work. What you're talking about is you're a mortgage broker and your whole life is mortgages and your life feels like it's all about what are the interest rates going right now and how can I, you know, how can I get as many approvals as much? Like that's not the definition of your quality as a human being as a, as opposed to saying i'm i'm my job is my work and that's what it is so it's so for example like, uh, if they if they get if they lose business they might 
they'll just turn the page and be like, yeah, that sucks, but that doesn't mean I'm a shitty person. That doesn't mean my life's purpose sucks. Mm, let's bring you can talk nuclear. to a realtor. Like we're still speculating. So let's bring it more nuclear. What do we know about from our lives mm-hmm. um, that can, that can yeah. help or improve somebody else's? Yeah, I think, Sami, I yeah. think you're right. I think it's possible that somebody might feel like that. I'm just saying think about your life as an artist and think about your yeah. journey and think about the majority of people who punch a clock, right? I think – as artists, we we tie. It, it, it's just so connected. Our souls are so connected to the decision we've made to do the thing that we're doing, that there is such a little separation between that and who we are as people. I know exactly what you mean, but I can. I also know so many people who are so passionate about the type of work that they of do. Of course, bro. That, like, you're you're looking for yeah. the example yeah. that's supporting your argument. I'm saying, as as you yeah. as an artist, have you? I do dealt with like that yeah wholeheartedly right. bro like i mean that's my whole life like i mean the quality of an artist that i am is directly tied to my confidence as an individual mm-hmm. and my confidence as an individual is directly tied to the quality of my art right. and the type of work that i'm i'm portraying or painting so i my... don't let that tie to my booking status because my booking status no, is a various different thing you, you know it, it just depends on how i am doing on camera Am I playing the absolute best that I can on right. camera? Are am you I telling playing, your story? Am I telling a great fucking story right. every single time I go to an audition in front of an audition room? Am right. I giving the best possible performance as an artist that I possibly right. can in that moment? Now, if you feel – now, this is this is where I think the important stuff lies is if you feel like you were off or if you feel like it's been a funk or if you feel like your inspiration is lacking, how do you separate that from – man, like I suck as a person or I suck as a, like where do you find the joy or do you just just let it marinate and move on? And like how, how do you stop the on. rumination? I'm the type, I, I, it, where I'm at in my life, I feel like it's really, really important to experience and feel. As an artist as well, I feel like it's really, really important to experience and feel. So anytime we're feeling something, we can't negate that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, but then again, it's also really, really important to not hold on to it as well. So however we can, whatever our process is for the digestion of the emotion to listen to, to experience, to understand, mm. and then to find, to listen to ourselves and find where we can bring balance to, to create movement mm. forward. So like there's periods in my life where I'm just like really exhausted by acting. Thankfully, mm. as an, it, it's not coming so much anymore. Right. Because I'm really just thoroughly in love. So you step you step away and you go and do other things in your life that bring you joy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, there's times when I don't want to focus on acting. I won't submit. Like if before I, my my agent my my manager were working really hard for me, I mm. used to have to self submit a lot. Mm. And there's periods in my in my career in these past six years where I wouldn't just I I, I would just stop submitting because mm-hmm. I just don't want to audition. I'm just exhausted right. by the process of constantly putting myself out there right. and getting an audition or not, and and auditioning and not hearing back or booking, you yeah. know, and, and oftentimes not booking because that's the journey. Yeah, that's just that. how it goes. I think I think the that's, tricky thing, the specific thing that actors have is we don't I don't know if we've talked about this before but we don't have a we don't have an instrument that separates us from the work that we do 
You know, like, you're so right. We're this not, really we're not a piano player. We're not a writer. Oh you know, God. it's like, like it's our. I love that you're bringing this. Yeah, up it's right our now. interpretation yes. of a script through our bodies and our behavior. <laughs> that is the art. There's this. So it's like when a casting director is like, "No, you're not it." They're not saying your voice isn't right for our piece or your. You know, your picture we isn't are right. The yeah, it's like you are because you are the instrument. So I think like yes. that is an extra vulnerable place. Oh, brother, to be. I love that you said that. I literally yeah. was just having this conversation with a friend the other day. There's this actor in uh, in Bollywood. He's one of the lead actors on this show that I'm in love with right now. What's it called? called? Mirzapur. Mirzapur. Mm-hmm. Go check this out. It is. Where is it? Oh, what? It's on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Cool. Oh my God, this is such a badass show. But one of the lead actors on this show, he's, he, he says, actors are a very, very unique artist in that we can't separate ourselves from our art because we are our art. Mm. I'm totally butchering his quote, but it's that exact same sentiment that you right. had. And it's like, holy shit, that's like, that's a really big thing to right. digest, man. For me, it's like a balance between that sort of holiness and a complete antithesis of fuck it. Because <laughs> because of that, you have to allow yourself like, oh, yeah, what the fuck? I wasn't thinking. Yeah, like, oh, brother. yeah, I wasn't there for that moment. But that's fine. Let's just turn the page. Let's let's get back to it. Yeah, brother. So the fuck like, it philosophy is so well, important that, to but learn. But that teetering on that seesaw is what makes it so fun and so intriguing. And also the fact that everybody and anybody could do it. Yeah. Right? Like all it is is behavior. It's it's, it's just allowing yourself to really fucking be. Right. But it, it's so <laughs> – for some yeah. reason, a lot of people find it so difficult. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's just to go back to identity and tying our identity and the vulnerability of tying our identity to our creative work. Is that something that you feel, Adam, in your processes, whatever this weird thing that you do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's probably like the third level removed because you're creating your own script, mm-hmm. right? And that can change anytime you want. And um, you just essentially saying the same things over and over again, but you're doing it in different ways and you're adhering to, to how people want to see a certain thing portrayed. So I think um, that plagues my mind a little bit, messes with me. Do you think wearing yeah. multiple hats as you do kind of diversifies your portfolio, if you will, to kind of be, to, to show that being a jack of all trades is in essence part of your identity and part of what, what absolves you from yeah. kind I think of that fear. Is a little bit of that and there's also like for example like this this podcast has to put out, right? So making sure that it's it's turned around and it's accessible and finding interesting ways of making that happen comes from the things I put in my head throughout the week. Right? Mm-hmm. That's like the biggest thing. So now throughout the week I'm I'm trying to figure out like what's some inflammatory thing I can say? What's an interesting thing I can say? Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. And I so, think but I that's think that's one example of how that completely changes the way I do. You know what's funny dad. is that yeah. like that's your version of acting because it, yeah. it really is. It's like these this. Yeah. Oh, let me put this in my pocket right now, but then figure out how I can organically put it out in the world. Right? Like yeah. you come up with an idea of, as an actor, as a choice that you make, you can't, it, and it's organic. Amazing, beautiful. Chances are it'll never be that good again. But <laughs> you want to be able to match. You want to be able to. Hit, hit it in the close up. Again. Like, shit, they're doing the yeah. close ups in, three, in, in next shot. Like, you hit, gotta, it, you hit gotta, it in the wide. You, yeah. You got to hit that same exactly. fucking thing in the so, coverage, bro. So, you got to find a way to make that organic. And, we, and that's yeah. kind of what you're doing. I don't think we even caught the initial conversation. I was saying, like, I had written out, I want to be a blockbuster star. Oh, no, yeah. That's part of the reason why I went and, like, 
God Daniel Hopp to represent me was like I thought I was gonna go the actor route and mm-hmm. I was gonna do it through that way. Did he? Was he? Comedy. Were they uh, representing you commercially? Yeah, well, they still do. Um, and I mentioned this like I think on episode one, I was like I just this hasn't been the focus for me at all. Mm-hmm. But I still go out and I do I do um, like commercial stuff, do auditions. It's just it's different now. Where I, I really like the control of when I wake up in the morning, I get to say like how I'm presented. Mm-hmm. I think just getting on the first TV show I got on was like a reality show, mm-hmm. and uh, understanding how people in the editing room can change the way you say, do things, how you're perceived. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like well, that. Especially at all. reality, everything is made in the especially editing. Especially reality, room. dude. Dude, <laughs> when you when you put yourself in the vulnerable place of having an editor define who Adam is. It's a weird Not moment. Adam playing a character yeah. is. It's a weird moment. She's like, this Fuck is reality. who you are, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is, this couple is what, thousand people this see This is what like, we want you to be. Yeah. Was this that right. dating show? Yeah, it was, it was like a TV dating show I got on it. I was super excited. I was like, oh, this is the beginning. I'm going to no, be super fucking God. huge. Oh, no, God. And so. And then, <laughs> You're fucking out of your mind. <laughs> I just go and it's sure enough on national television. Everybody who knows me saw it. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's you, huh? I'm like, no. <laughs> Okay, I guess it is. is cool, it, fair enough. That is, is a it's, curated version that they wanted you to be. It's a moment. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Reality television is never reality. Yeah. Well, no, of course not. It's a <laughs> fucking product. Do you People watch any? that product. Do you watch reality? No, fuck that noise. I haven't turned my TV on in months. It's it's what I like to call buckwass, which is what we, in Hindi, is it? Buckwass? Buckwass. Buckwass? Yeah, bullshit. Buckwass? Buckwass. 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 Bullshit. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. Yes. Number four, gentlemen. Number four. Uh, we didn't come up with a title for this segment, but it's a gratitude moment. Well, that's because Samit kept putting out... Um, a moment of gratitude. Samit kept putting out ideas for titles for this that were all the same. <laughs> I think... <laughs> and you wouldn't fucking respond and you would annoy me. No, I was, I was, I was just... It was putting out just in general, you know, I think we can get creative. Think about sky is falling isn't – it's sky is falling. It's not a moment – it's not difficult moments of life, right? It's not uh, – Dirty Little Secret isn't um, a controversial thought of the week, you know? It's like – it's an interpretation of that and then we can I come up with I mean, I had several idea. interpretive thoughts. They were pretty uh, – they were pretty on the nose. Okay, fine. But no, I'm saying I'm saying that's the right direction. Okay. Just think, you know, put it through the filter of writing a story. I get it, right? Yeah. And so it's like we write a theme of a story. It's in it's in the story. Yeah, I don't know. We can come up with it. We got it. We can figure it. We'll get this by episode, hopefully next. I don't know. I'm gonna be asking even two years in. I'm gonna be asking. It's like, so what's the third te- what's the third category? <laughs> just keep us in line. So I'll just lead it out. Just so this is a moment. Just, this is okay. us. Uh, I think it's. Where, it's somewhere in the title practicality. Um, so, so I'm seeing that at least, oh, okay. but um, yeah, just getting practical on my end. Practical magic. Um, practical magic. I kind of well, like it's that. a movie title. Yeah. Oh, is it? It's no. a Sandra Bullock movie about witches from the nineties. Oh yeah, you're right. Interesting. That's why Good it's movie. so catchy. Good movie. Yes. But I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah, realistically, it's been really good to. I I think bottoms like. Moving back to my parents or some shit like that, my mom, or living in a tent underneath like the bridge, but finding my, my, my middle this week and grinding through that. I mean, not even grinding. I think 
What do you uh, mean by your yeah, mid? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what the fuck so I mean, people say right like now. rock rock bottom is that moment where you're you're oh my god, I need to go to the program, or oh my god, um, everything's going wrong in my life, and I'm completely destroying it. I've never had a I'm completely destroying everything about my life, mm. but I have the internal. This isn't a good momentum I'm on right now. Mm. I'm very aware of what speeds I'm at, like mm. throughout the week and throughout the day, and I'm like I need to increase the speed, mm. and so I'm in the moment in my life right now where. It's not a horrible situation, but it's not a situation that I want. I really want things to pick up, but I'm also enjoying that process of, okay, here's the structure. You're gonna wake up and be in gratitude and like go out and meditate. You need to do this. You gotta do this. And then feeling the peace of, oh, I did this. Good. And I've been enjoying that. I've yep. been enjoying the like the step of, oh, you're gonna go on and reach out to somebody, just have a conversation about nothing. That's productive for your business. Mm. It's just a friendship, personal relationship conversation. And so those little things that I'm choosing to do to add happiness on purpose to my Bro. day, you, um, you, that, that's been super huge. That is literally how you can choose to live your life. And I like Sumit and, Sumit and I have had arg not arguments, but like discussions. discussions about this, which is he has he finds the spiritual esoteric way to put it and i'll be like all right bring this down to earth and talk about it in ways that i think is actually physically tangible right and i think that's you're talking you're saying it right now and it is zooming yep. 10x 100x into what the world offers us right and by doing that every little it sounds i sound like such a fucking asshole it, but it's so true because that's how my life's been too these past couple weeks and it's like there is so much joy in literally living. I have these 10 things I want to do and then I do them. And those things can be so small, you know, they can be so minuscule. But if you do that every day and you're like, oh, I want to do this, this, that. And I do this, that, and that. And they do nothing to your bottom line. They do nothing to help your business. It helps you feel accomplished. Yes. And because, then yeah, your baseline, that your baseline is, is it, you're, you're just kind of rising with like the raising, the rising tide yeah. that is the things you need to do as a human every day, which is be have some sort of pointless social experience, have some sort of spiritual moment with silence. Like these things are really important in just feeling like, Oh, right. Being. I'm a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like uh, that's <laughs> first there. Maybe there's a lot of people It's just maybe, or maybe it's just me who knows, but I felt like I was waking up consistently mm -hmm. and I was monitoring my, my feelings and the way I felt about the world based upon um, where I was going to work, maybe who I was dating, mm -hmm. possibly where I could go out that night, uh, whatever it may be. These just behaviors I was going to do that are outside of myself that were like fleeting moments that mm -hmm. kind of defined the day. Mm -hmm. And they're just, maybe I get it, maybe I don't. But mm -hmm. now he's like, this is actionable. I can do this. And it's, mm -hmm. it's all within. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's like you said, it's, just, it's a, super vilifying soup edifying to yourself moment mm. and then if you're able to connect even now in this weird moment where it's very difficult to connect with people mm. it's even more awesome i had a moment i had a moment a year ago where i walked into so the bar i work at um has a little offshoot bar that used to be open called the mezcal bar it was like this cute little teeny it looked almost like a um like a vip room almost in the bigger bar mm -hmm. um I don't think you've ever seen it, but I walk in one day and the bartender was playing like just Coltrane 
like really good jazz culturing radio and i remember just walking in and all the energy that i'd had from like some shitty customers just immediately went away because like steven was at the bar and zach was like there helping him and then coltrane is playing i'm just like oh this is good this energy is good i was just going to use the bathroom in there to get away from the riffraff right and i remember having a moment that night driving home i was like let me put on some of that shit that he was playing like on my drive home and then like literally from that day forward like every day i put on some jazz and i I wouldn't even call myself a jazz fan but i kind of became one last fall and i can't really tell you anything about it but what i can tell you is just playing some raises my baseline i think i think it's the improvisational beats within it could be because i love it could be for me i think it's more the association of when and where was i when i heard this stuff Mm. and it was always in a good vibe it Mm. was always at a cool spot and what my point with this is just that the, if you pay close enough attention, there are so many things like that that happen to you over the course of your weeks. On a moment to moment to moment basis, my friend. Yes, and and just take inventory of like what are those things that kind of raised me up, even for like a minute or two. Mm-hmm. You can literally scatter your day, your every day with those things if you're intentional about paying attention, mm-hmm. right? And, and it just blows my mind, like. Yeah. If it's reading for a half an hour, if it's putting on some jazz, if putting on Baroque, whether it's going for a walk first thing in the morning, yeah. whether, you know, like you can actually schedule that, meditate. You yeah. can schedule yeah. that shit. And then no matter how your work's doing or how shitty you've been feeling, at least your baseline line might come up. You know what? I will say amen to that because that is my moment of gratefulness this week too. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever we end up calling this podcast is finding scheduling. I think we're going to end up calling finally. it moment of gratefulness. Yes! <laughs> we're not. We're not. But it can be like like this category, aka also known as this category. Yeah, um, I, we'll have to work on. So wait, what like, was your what was your? But like, I also found scheduling this week. I really, for a long time, have been working really, really hard to find structure in my being. Mm-hmm. And structure is one thing that's so hard for me to integrate. Yeah. Um, and I think I've finally found a process to schedule and start creating structure. And this has been my first week into into, into stepping into that. I found a mm-hmm. really Helpful calendar. I'll throw the name out. High Performance Planner uh, by Brendan Brandon Burchard. Burchard, Burchard yeah, yeah, who wrote High Performance Habits. Yeah, yeah great. Dude, that calendar is great, yeah, bro. Cool. I've I don't I've seen it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. But I know he's he's yeah. just a great a good thinker in that world. And and just even in general, if I'm not using all the prompts within the calendar, like just putting myself into a, into a delineated focus of what is it that I need to accomplish. And even if I do stay on that or not, because this is a new journey for me, 30 days, 40 days to learn a new habit. So like I'm still learning the new habit, Mm -hmm. but it's a journey and I'm excited for it. What are some of those habits that you're trying to gain? Working out every single day, meditating every single day, probably twice a day actually now. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to hit 200 grams of protein every single day. I have to maintain in like a 1500 calorie uh, deficit right now. 15? Yeah, 15 to 17. It's mostly health related. Wait. Yeah. Not deficit, fifteen hundred calories total. Uh, fifteen hundred, yeah, sorry, 15, okay. fifteen to seventeen. Seven, okay, sorry, sorry, okay, okay, okay. Fifteen to hundred seventeen. Two hundred calories a day. <laughs> um, no, that's good. You're gonna get ripped. Yeah, dude. You're gonna get ripped. So like, it's just being on task, being on schedule, and yeah. planning out working out at, like that aggressively is. is yeah, I mean, give yourself time to diversify because you need your body needs to recover. That's yeah. when it grows. But uh, you can definitely work out every day as long as you're diversifying what you're doing. Yeah, I'm mainly doing upper body, but like it's sticking it to like rings, weights, staff. Yeah, if it's your body weight, you can do shit every day. Is it more just like that and health related, or is it something that um, you're doing as far as the 
acting and creative Aesthetics. world now as far Aesthetics. as like uh, maybe things you're doing or maybe yeah like, uh, I mean I've also got a film that um, I can't talk too much about but it's yeah. in production mm-hmm. um, and uh, we are on hold right now just for COVID times and mm-hmm. we're yeah. back into production early in January so Good shit. that's why I'm getting ripped uh, so that's also Get, something I'm very getting, grateful for getting ripped getting ripped getting for the ripped, movies um, yeah man yeah one of the things that Adam reminded it's funny because it's funny how a week goes on like you are a walking contradiction at times <laughs> because like the things that you're saying that you appreciate and then you're the same guy that last week is like well if it's not on my instagram feed i don't give a yeah. shit about yeah which i think you do believe mm-hmm. i think you have like a click on and off in your mind where it's like i'm in that mode and then i'm in that mode yeah it's but so, one so thing one thing what mind. you your your practical gratitude note made me think of is this book i just finished reading uh, and there was a quote from someone, I, forget, I think his name is Gordon Hempton. I don't know who he is, but he said something like, um, d- doing nothing, is it's not the absence of something, but the presence of everything. Yes. So in allowing yourself to not do yes. something Powerful and quote. seeing what else is out, out there opens your mind up to literally everything else that exists, right? So if your mind is kind of in that tunnel vision of, I need to do all these tasks. And, and that's, to be fair, like what you're saying about scheduling the things you want to do is very important. But within that, have the time to kind of like look up and, well, and take in. Is. Yeah, exactly. That is what the meditation yeah. is. I think the book was uh, How to Do Nothing by Jenny O'Dell. Great mm-hmm. book. Okay. I mean, and that's the other thing. My, my gratitude thing has been reading. Mm. I know it's a little like broad. No, dude, but I want to add reading. Into I've, uh, so that was so my hard. habit that I wanted to gain. And now I've just hit 33 straight days of Last reading brother, at least awesome. 15 minutes. Dude, that's a magical number. Yeah. So straight. I'm like so stoked about that. And, and to go back to what, like what Adam was saying is like, it, it's, it's, so I feel like, again, I feel like an asshole. Cause like, I, I, I just mean this a hundred percent. Like, I look at my bookshelf now and instead of seeing like a bunch of these books that I haven't read, I see and like, fuck, that means like, look at this guy who I'm, I'm just not doing the things that I want to do. I'm not reading. I'm not taking this down. this bookshelf right here behind you? Right. Do you know two bookshelves? I've read probably about 20 to 25% of all yeah. the grand total of all but, those but books. But see, here's the difference in mindset. It's kind of a, a glass half empty, half full thing. Where in a month ago, a month and a half ago, I'd be like, fuck, look at all this shit I haven't done, <laughs> right? I've read now, this end of November, I read six books. Now Maybe. in, so now when I look at that shelf, I'm like, oh shit, look at all these pages that I'm going to consume. Look at all That's of amazing. this knowledge I'm going to look at, right? And so it, it's level. kind of a change in mindset, but it's but it's, it's great, but it was earned, right? It yeah. started with like um, the Atomic Habits, I was listening to Atomic Habits by James Clear, and he was just like, just do two minutes. Just two start minutes. with two minutes. So I started with two minutes. That turned five minutes, and it, it be and then it became like it. Now it needs to be a half an hour or an Interesting. hour. Interesting. You know, and I'll do. I'll I break like it up that. So just two minutes of reading a day. Right, because then if you say it, I need it to be fifteen, if you don't have fifty, if if, if you, you don't forget, have fifteen, you're just fucking. That's another day you didn't like, do it. But myself, if you say, yeah. oh, let me just do two minutes. You'll do two minutes. Even oh, and in some days, the, it might just be the and two that's minutes. And pa- that's the chore of pattern creation. Right. It doesn't need to be right. consistently 30 minutes every single no. day. It just needs to be the pattern is no. consistent. And then how so you funny you'll, minutes, and then how funny you'll see that in six weeks, it is 30 minutes. Yeah. Because you want it to be 30 
minutes. That's interesting. Not because you cut aside for 30 minutes. That's and the same thing will happen with meditation, which you have done organically. Yeah. So, like, that's my gratitude I this love week. That, it's man. just reading and, like, seeing the joy of, like, and, and it's also such a back and forth emotional experience like i hated parts of that book where i'm like girl why are you going on with all of these sources and just you're talking too much you're too smart for your own good but then she'll drop some crazy nuanced perspective on something and i'll be blown away and that's i think that's his offer is, and do you physically read pages or do you audible read no I, I, phys- I, I always have an audiobook that i'm listening to but mm-hmm. they it tends to be more of like a interactive a workshop yeah. passive like no it'll be a thing that i'll take notes on but the books, I want a little bit more artistry too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear somebody's, like, really beautiful written words. I'd rather read them and kind of interpret them, take them in. Um, so I, I have an audiobook and a hard book going at all times. Amazing. Yeah. I love that, dude. That's so that's what I'm grateful for that, man. Amazing. Yeah. And fam, well, thank you so much well, for joining. Was there joining. anything else? Ah, it's one, one, one. I know, it is one, one, one. The last two went to one, one, three. But we're going to cut some of this out. Yeah. What else? Is there any... I'm sorry I snapped at you. Oh, you're good, man. Uh, part of that was theatrical. It's all good. Part of that was like, I'm a little pissed. I'm going to bring it up for the purpose of the podcast. It was, moment, act. it was all act. It was all an act. I love it. Moment to moment, brother. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, what else going on? Anything you're looking forward to for the week? Um, Just continued training, continued not eating, and just protein powder shakes. Jesus. <laughs> um, 200 grams of protein with only 1500 calories is crazy that's three protein shakes how a many day. how many carbs are you getting like 50 it's um, kind of keto it's like 150 because i'm vegetarian so uh, uh all my so all your my, fat's super low my fat's super low um no avocados so, no avocados uh i'm i'm doing some nuts and i'm doing like a little bit of peanut butter but not too much uh i have sog paneer or just like i'm only having one sog are you fasting probably. Uh, I'm not doing fasting because fasting is doing too much muscle wasting and I need muscle building. Got it. Got it. Yeah. How about Adam? I need more bulk. Any, uh, anything you're doing? I'm bulking now too. Oh, no. I mean, it's the, the biggest thing is happening right now is, um, just consistently I'll try to sweep over, uh, it sounds absurd now. You guys are doing some beautiful things, Instagram, YouTube, (laughs) and, uh, TikTok. So I'll sweep over those platforms and really putting more habits into getting enough content together that I can on those multiple platforms how do you feel about that little tiktok girl and their 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 uh what is it there was controversy they're fucking uh they were just assholes there's a tiktok controversy yeah like what's the girl what's the 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 number one tiktok girl's name she's yeah didn't she have a controversy about being like super snobby and like (laughs) shitty I mean, I always, I think that's going to be a blip but I mean I hadn't I hadn't paid attention to it she's just so right she's so gigantic I, I was. I it's was, so world. It I've feels been, like a siloed world that I don't know anything about. Yeah, like, I, I. I just heard her name for the first time. Oh, nice. I don't know who this person is. Yeah, I've yeah. never heard about. So this yeah, there's Charlie Dixie Mayo. The Mayo. There's so they're uh, sisters. There's How the, old uh, are they? the hype house. I think they're in like 19 or 20 somewhere yeah. in that pocket. Really young girls. All of a sudden, like uh, even just uh, hearing that, I give them a pass. I'm like, of course. Would you like expect them to be the kids, right? So yeah. TikTok's been around for what a year? No, it's been maybe like two or three. Yeah, somewhere in that pocket. Three years. I think so. Fuck. These hey. guys have been on on the platform. Wait, for a they're while. not banned from America still. Like I thought that no, whole thing no. happened. No, <laughs> that no. was the last never, thing that I heard about. I never TikTok. thought that was gonna happen. <laughs> no, that was not gonna. Happen. But um, yeah, it, <laughs> it's too monetizable. It's and we're talking like you know I say like you did 15 minutes of reading and I'm like fantastic. 
I'm like, I'll do, my brain's getting enough to where I'll do probably three or four hours of me like staring at Instagram and just going through DMs and contacting people and that shit. And I'll yeah, do. Yeah, but that's work. And that's I'll, work. And I'll, You're not just mindlessly yeah, scrolling. That's and, not and, like. And I'll flip over to TikTok and look at it for like an hour now. And I'd really force myself and then go on YouTube and like look at it a really long time. Like, okay, this is how I'm going to do a thumbnail now. This is my structure yeah. for that. There's just like the little beta stuff of building um, my brand and my business. Uh, but my personal life, it's been fun to. Uh, like I said, dating it, and then just getting, I, I think, unfortunately, my, my phone has become my world. So I'm looking to get aroused on my phone, engage with other people on my phone and do my business on my phone. Mm. And so it just becomes this triad of pleasure. Um, well, this so is why getting, Adam is turning into meditation. That doesn't now. fucking it, yeah. fuck with your brain. It, it, that's why I'm partially dead right now. Like, yeah. Like, Jesus. Well, but, are you meditating but now? I am meditating. There However, once again, like I said, it's, I always know it's coming. Like I'm going to have to stare at my screen for longer and get better at navigating uh. this thing. And so it's it's interesting because I that's what I've chosen for myself. And so I'm very accepting of that behavior. It's also that fighting back where I was always a kid. Like I said, I, I like kicking dirt up and making some ruckus. So it's it's a lot of breaking rules in my head that I want to do. But there are systems and ways to do this and schedules you have to conform to and. The way that people want to see you, Jesus. and so I think, um, yeah, it's been a interesting dichotomy, but I'm enjoying the ride and meditation and oh, nice. doing a lot of reading. I don't, I don't do it by time. I feel kind of weird. I do, I do it by page. Sure. Yep. Um, I usually do about like thirty or forty pages a day, and then I listen to my audio That's for great. about like an hour. That's great. That's amazing. Um, and then I take notes oh, yeah. on it. But I mean, dude, it's, both you guys I, are succeeding in a realm that I really want to include. It, it, it's, it's, like, I mean, you know, I, I the yeah. there's a quote in the book. Yeah. Uh, which it's so funny you say that just about the phone. And all she says is, I look down at my phone and wonder if it's its own kind of sensory deprivation chamber. It is. That tiny glowing world of metrics cannot compare to this one, which speaks to me instead in breezes, light, and shadow, and the unruly, indescribable detail of the real. Amen, brother. So, I mean, that's a little pretentious. I'm the real is what's up, though. But the real, you got, real you got to balance it, man. How, yeah. how is your drinking? Uh, it's, I officially, at this place where I'm living at now, have decided not to buy any alcohol for the next month. Amazing. And so, cold cold and turkey. So, and so I'm not going to buy form of any, anything, <laughs> any alcohol while I'm living at this spot. Um, now, does that mean I'm not going to drink at all? But I, I took out at least that's that thing of like, okay, I'm going to go drink by myself now. Because now the day's over. I'm not going to start any screen. Maybe look at a little bit of TV for an hour and then I'm just going to go into just like reading mode or I'm going to go into like complete waste time mode and think about my life, whatever the fuck, um, for those like the 8, 9, 10, 11 hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew that was like becoming a behavior where I was going to close out the day by drinking. And so now I've slowly gotten away from it. I'm like very mindful of like when – I made that mistake doing that thing. Good. Where I knew it was like, oh, this is becoming a continual behavior. Very mindful of it. And now I'm doing at least a month. I'm just not going to buy it. So wish me all the best. Good. And That's just the fact that you're conscious yeah. and have that kind of control, I think shows yeah. initially that you didn't yeah. have that big of a problem. And the, that you're aware of it. becoming but, like that, that behavior. Yeah. Doing, like, why am I doing this? Yeah. What's creating, going on? It, it, am I trying to escape? creating a new pattern yeah. behavior yeah. unnecessarily. Yeah. And, yeah. and now you're, you're finding that within yourself. And you're moving on from that. So. Would you plan on your living situation to be as transient as it seems like you're referring it to be? Yeah, it's it's one of those 
the initial plan was to to build up the business that I'm in right now, personal training. That's like the main thing I'm monetizing. It's the main thing I'm monetizing off of right now is just personal training. Um, just to make that enough to where it would justify me living by myself, like mm. in a studio mm. in Silver Lake. And so, unfortunately, it's not how I played the game in November and October enough to make it like really viable as an option. Mm. I could do it, but it just would stretch me so much and stress me out. Right. So I'm like, that's let's build this thing up. Right. Where it's like this cyclical thing that's happening and I'm making this dollar amount. And so, and then once again, like it's it's weird being your own boss to that degree because every hour you're not doing that, those behaviors that get you to that place, right. you're like, I'm, I'm fucking with my own future. Right. So it's very, it's I think very this is your version of, of, or the sky's falling. Yeah. Which is tying your identity. I think that's where this lives for you, yeah. which is this like, mm balancing of tasks in both business worlds that you kind of have like what like building up your career you know as your your macro career and then the micro that's getting you to the situ to the position you need to be you know to feel leveled up yeah you know because you've got both of those things going and one i feel like is tying to your identity more than the other there's no question but i think a lot of us have that everybody has that in their head their ideal selves and what you are day to day that you know you haven't quite arrived to yet. Ah. And we do that either through self-compassion, self-love, where I'm gonna get there eventually and you hug yourself. And then there's guys who for years now, I have been the guy who would just torment myself that I hadn't gotten there yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm mm -hmm. slowly removing away from that programming, but it's yep. still there where I go and look at somebody who's like, ah, oh, that guy's living in a nice yeah. luxury apartment in the BMW and the cute girlfriend, fuck my life. Right. So yeah. Everything else gets put to the back seat. Yeah. Until I, I, get to that. I think. I think really seeing how that person that you're admiring got to that place is the thing to focus on, right? Mm. Because we don't know how the person with right. the BMW and the cute girlfriend got those things right. and person. You know. So it's like yeah. it doesn't do anything for us to just gawk at it, you know, or to compare ourselves. It's so much easier said than done, but like. Yeah, For me, it it's like anytime I, I self doubt or I compare, I think about. Yeah, I, I say black. I, I, I make him sound French. I don't I know why. Did I black? I know I say black, black, but Allo Black. Such a cool time. Like, I don't want to take back was I, a little bit I, off like, before we get off. It's such a cool time where like media. That's like I don't really get a whole lot of leeway because I'm black, so I have to keep up with it. But you know, it's like. Really yeah, there's so much media out there, guys, and like there's so much cool like shit to like just like of, live of a, the two a fun life. So definitely like take advantage of that. I can definitely put in the time. Uh, test the big You'll get it when it Dude, it's it's so inspirational, man. Like it's just. I love Big Sean, man. Homeboy is like, he takes some, he's a master at taking high level concepts and packaging it in a way that is so fucking deliverable. It's one of my favorites from Thank you for watching slash listening for doing so. Uh, we're going to try to release this as many social media platforms as yeah. possible. Madam Danver. Some of you guys are ready to wrap. I'm Sumit Dang. Thanks for watching and listening. Thanks, Thanks for listening to the friends of, of the, the devil. devil. Too many devils today.